0: why in the sky for september 2020 with your hostess chrysalis son and
1: i don't want to say my name because i don't think they're gonna like me after this episode
0: oh my goodness well, we're back and <laughs> <laughs> we are already cutting up um yeah we had to take a break Last month, um, last month for the month of August, the Y in the Sky was not happening. We had a lot to prepare for. My grand opening of my store, Simbi's these Hey! Hey! Which was a beautiful, Ay.
1: beautiful grand opening
0: celebration.
1: Yes, it was.
0: It was such a beautiful turnout. I just, I, you know, I keep thanking everybody that came out and supported it and, and that continued to support the store. Um, but it was a birthday slash grand opening celebration. It was so much fun music food um just a lot of just
1: giveaways joy,
0: giveaways raffles joy laughter the babies
1: came out
0: yeah so it was it was amazing
1: full-fledged families came out yes aunts uncles nephews nieces
0: right people
1: Cousins
0: pushed flights back. People drove from Athens, Georgia, to attend. So, yeah, in the middle of playing all of that, why in the Sky just was not happening? But um, not at all. But I kind of feel bad because August was—we <laughs> kind of left y'all hanging. <laughs> oh my oh goodness. boy, we definitely let you got left you guys hanging, and the way that August started and i was just like man i feel bad for the people
1: but you know what ironically august was actually quiet like relatively speaking when we look at all of 2020 it
0: was
1: august was a quiet month it
0: was it was a good month it actually is the more settled month that we've had since march um but
1: september ain't quiet <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, it's so funny. I pulled the cards. And let me tell y'all, this is the first month that I pulled cards and had to walk away from the spread. <laughs> you know, like, I, had, I pulled the cards. I saw what got what was laid out and I literally had to walk away from the spread before I could even come back to it and fully interpret it just from the cards that I pulled in their position mm. um and then I got on Facebook and I was just like you know I regret to inform y'all that it ain't looking too good for September <laughs> um but I had to I had to laugh about it because it's just like this year has been a shit show and it's just like it ain't letting up
1: All kinds of shit from different animals. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: but yeah, so I guess the only you know way is just to dive right into it, um, and and give it to y'all straight up, no chaser, the way I like to do it. Um, hey, anything you wanna say, Mister Mister Shaman Hands, before we?
1: Oh, I'm gonna have plenty to say when when it's my turn, so you can go ahead and do your thing. I'm just. I'm gonna sit here and twiddle my thumbs.
0: All right. So um let me go ahead and give you the the cards, the spread for September. So yeah, so September. Um the cards, pretty much all the cards were reversed, um, except for one. And I will say this the main theme for September, as far as the cards are concerned, is self-confidence. So self-confidence is Self-confidence is the main theme for September, hmm. meaning that you it's important to be mindful of your solar plexus, your willpower, and your self-esteem. So make sure you're constantly Mm. checking those for the month this month, making sure you're protecting those, guarding those, cultivating those, activating those energies within yourself for the month of September. (laughs) Um,
1: I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm already like seeing the
0: parallels
1: (laughs) between what you're saying and what I'm about to say. Oh man. Crazy.
0: Right. I can't wait to hear what you got to say. Um... So the first card that pulled up was the Queen of Wands Reversed. And I've been noticing this theme over these last few months of the uh, court cards showing up as main themes. And, you know, for those of you who are familiar with tarot, court cards uh, represent either um, characteristics of the person being read or, you know, people, characteristics of the person's life, you know, it's being read. Well, this is a collective conscious reading. So what the court cards have been representing is just the general energy, the characteristics that the collective consciousness is taking on for this particular month. Mm. Now, the queen of wands is most often connected to cancer women. Um, so it represents like the homemaker, the creative person, um, <clears throat> somebody who, um, you know, decorates their home and, you know, makes all their things and the, and the do it yourself projects and the nurturing. Um, but also a woman who is like motivated and who is a leader and who is, um, you know, all about action and movement because Juan cars represents movement action. It's like a masculine driven energy. Um, but it's reversed. (laughs) So anytime you have a court card that is reversed, it represents the, um, shadow side or negative aspects of those characteristics. Mm. So basically what the queen of wands is, what's going to be happening, we're going to be seeing for this month of September is a lot of, um... People who are exhibiting just a lack of self-confidence, a lot of self-doubt, mm. um, a lot of issues with their solar plexus. You may actually see physical issues connected to your solar plexus, which I'm actually going to get into. as uh, another card I'm going to get into about uh, physical illnesses. But, you know, a lot of illnesses that are connected to solar plexus is indigestion, um, ulcers, um, you know, uh Either um, like constipation, inability to digest your food, um, anxiety, stuff in, in the solar plexus. So, this year we're going to see collectively a lot of that going on. Um, it's going to be very important to cultivate self respect and self confidence for this month. Um, focus on reestablishing a sense of self because this year has been very detrimental to our sovereignty and our sense of individuality mm. this year has been damn near a war on our ability to to self-govern to self-think to be sovereign and i won't get into my soapbox i'll probably do a whole other podcast or episode about how this year has really just been an energy of like groupthink, you know oh and there's just been this energy of like People being um, attacked for having a dissenting opinion or a difference of opinion. Well, when you have your community, because humans were very much community-driven, and when we start to feel ostracized or attacked by our community, it does affect our self-esteem, our self-confidence. So, because of the energy of this year, this month, it's it's an invitation to really get back to yourself and cultivating your your self-esteem. Mm. Focus mm-hmm. on your self leadership and your sovereignty, which is going to be very important as we enter into the our election um, period. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, oh, but boy. something else too that is going to be prevalent is you may feel a lot less creative this month. You know, because remember the Queen of Wands is a creative energy. <clears throat> In this reading, she's reversed, so you you may have some creative blocks. Um, you're going to feel a lot more introverted. You're not going to want to go out and be social because, you know, the Queen of Wands is also a social um, card. It's a, a social woman. Um, so you're going to feel less um, likely to want to go out and socialize, being around people. Um, and that's okay. That's actually something that's going to be very necessary. Um, and I'm going to uh, talk about why <laughs> with some of these other cards that have showed up. So the next card that showed up is the Three of Cups, and the Three of Cups is a social card. (laughs) So that's something else I've noticed with this this, uh, particular spread for the month, that it is consisted mainly of major arcana cards and water cards. So a lot of watery emotional energy or energy associated with your community or your relationship with your community or your relationship with others. So... You know, the Three of Cups just represents a push to be more social. Um, a lot of times in decks, the Three of Cups will be three people that are, you know, sitting with cups in their hand, like they're toasting or they're drinking. Um, a lot of times it represents like social gatherings and parties and things like that. Um, so you may see um, more of a, a, a more events, more social gatherings, kind of like an opening up of that energy. Um, and I know all this year, it's been this flip-flop back and forth between quarantine and non-quarantine but this month the, everyone's going to decide that they're not quarantined they're going to want to start having events again and social gatherings um but the issue with this is that the, the push to be more social is going to be out of alignment with how you truly feel because how the collective truly feels is that queen of Wands reverse we feel introverted we don't want to be bothered we don't want to people mm. um Mm. So what this is going to create is a, 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 a an imbalance that will be felt fully um, or it'll manifest itself in kind of chaos if we don't honor how we truly feel. Mm. Um, there's going to be a lot of more debauchery and social distractions <laughs> because that's also what the Three of Cups represents, confusion and displeasure. because at the end of the day the three of cups represents our tendency to use distractions to pull us away from actually really dealing with what we need to deal with so a lot of times we party we hang out we go see people because we don't want to sit at home we don't want to be in our own our own heads our own emotions um and so there's a certain level of complete fusion and emptiness um that's gonna you know occur because of that that uh that be a push and pull. So the message with three of cups is to be mindful of empty social interactions due to not honoring your soul's need for solitude. Mm. You know, so you're gonna want to just not be bothered. You're gonna feel like you shouldn't feel like that. You're gonna be talked into going out and socializing, or going hanging out with somebody, whatever. And what's gonna result is you're gonna feel worse because you're gonna realize that that interaction was empty because at the end of the day, you didn't honor. Your, your need to be with self. So that's what that Three of Cups is is representing. And the funny thing about that is that the Three of Cups is the only cu- card that was right side up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, you know, right. You know, so that's what was so funny to me, you know, was that, like, the irony of that um so then we transition into the next card that got pulled which is the hanged man but the hanged man was reversed now you know for those of you who know tarot or for those of you who took my language of tarot course shameless plug um you would know that the hanged man ready you see how shaman is looking at me right now he's just smiling
1: i was trying to think of a uh, sound effect to throw in there <laughs>
0: Right, he was thinking. Shameless blood. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, we need to record that and make that our official uh, sound effect. Um, the hangman always represents stagnation, being stuck, not be, the inability to move forward. It represents that whether we are, whether it's right side up or reversed. However, the difference is... Um, us needing to have a seat because the universe is sitting us down which is what it means when it's right side up versus us being stuck because of our own choice to be stuck um because remember the hangman is a major arcana card. this is when we get into planets you know the planetary associations um with the tarot um so this is where you get into limitations restrictions and things like that that's what the caught the hangman represents um ultimately what it's bringing to us for this month of September is stagnation and sacrifice Mm. because a hangman also represents a need for sacrifice sometimes it's necessary sacrifice sometimes it's an unnecessary sacrifice um however for this month a lot of us are going to feel an energy of being stuck because of our, our choices um now what this ultimately means is that Um, getting back to making sacrifices. This is the month for making sacrifices. We're going to be presented with a lot of situations that we're going to have to make a sacrifice for. Um, and if we don't make the sacrifices, well, let me get to that. Let me say this first. Um, don't overthink what you have to give up for this month. Mm. Um, make your sacrifice, make your choices, make your sacrifices and smile about it. Because any um, discomfort around the sacrifice is is temporary. The Whatever it is that you're sacrificing is going to um, bring you things that you are planting. Because we're also in, well, we're in planting season now. We're going to be entering into planting season later in the fall. But this energy of sacrifice is basically giving us the opportunity to clear our fields as we plan for the next things that we want to manifest for this next season. Mm. Um. So make your sacrifices and smile about it. Um, Any delays, resistance, or stalling or indecision um, that we may feel about having to make these choices and these sacrifices, they're all due to the fact that moving forward requires sacrifices that we don't want to make. But the only way for us to move forward is to make those sacrifices. And that's where I get back to um, the theme of with this hangman reverse, we're, we're only stuck because of our choices. If we find ourselves stuck for this month of September, it's because we're resisting making a necessary fact sacrifice we need in order to move forward. Mm. Um, But more so, too, there will also be a lot of doubts and secrets coming. Well, we're going to experience a lot of doubts this month. And that goes back to that solar plexus energy that we need to make sure that we cultivate. More secrets coming to light. <laughs> <laughs> so don't be so quick to, to, to dismiss or discredit your conspiracy theorists. Um, <coughs> <laughs> here,
2: we go, here we go. We won't talk about all the the,
0: the trolls that hit up Shaman Hands's Facebook page. <clears throat> <laughs> um, the secrets um, will be devastating. They will be very big. The secrets revealed will be very big, very devastating. Um, and a lot of it will cause an inability to act in the face of negativity. But you have to overcome that hurdle. And that is the reason why going back to my first point, you know, when I started, my portion of this is the self-confidence. Because if you are actively cultivating your self-confidence and working on your solar plexus, you won't have the 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 you won't be immobilized by anything that comes at you um you won't be immobilized by any devastating secrets that become revealed um you won't be you won't be immobilized meaning that you you will still be able to act and move forward despite what you are being presented with Mm. so the next card that showed up for this month of september is another watery card um, <laughs> so this is the month for all the watery energy, um, and it's the five of cups reversed. Um, now the five of cups actually is a depressive card. Um, the actually five of cups represents depression. Um, a lot of times in traditional decks, it'll show a guy who is like looking across, um, like a river or like a lake at like you know the other side of it, and there's like five cups by him. Three of them are spilled over and then there's two that are still full, but he's so busy focused on those three that are spilled that he's not seeing that he still has two cups that are full of water. That's the energy of the Five of Cups. Um, loss and grieving, um, but being too focused on the cup as half empty rather than half full. Um, not looking at the fact that your loss may be necessary for your progression, which goes back to that hangman. Um, it represents like being drained. So we're just going to be the energy of just feeling drained, Um, but mostly being drained caused by our overthinking. Um, So the five of cups represents a direct connection between our thoughts and our emotions, how our thoughts make us feel. Um, And if we're too caught up in that, um, it does lead to depression. So you will see that this month. More people in a depressive state. More people in their feelings, overthinking, mm. a lot more pessimism, a lot more negativity being pumped out into the collective consciousness. Um, a lot more triggers. Um, so the way to balance that is to practice gratitude this month. You know, practice a lot of gratitude. That's the reason why when the hangman, when I mentioned making your sacrifices make your sacrifices and smile about them because you know smiling and and showing a kindness and an invitation to the the, the things that are difficult they it's a certain level of gratitude you know and gratitude always neutralizes um, you know that that depressive energy that, that low vibration um, the other thing that the five of cups reverse represents is again solitude because what happens is when a lot of people and I you know I'm familiar with the different stages of depression and different types of depression what ends up happening is that when people are in a depressive state they go into solitude and yes it is necessary because clearly what the other cards are representing is that our solitude needs to be honored this month but make sure that you are transmuting that energy as you're in your solitude don't just be in your solitude and wallowing in these negative energies actually work through them and transmute them. Because to be honest with you, and this is outside of what I'm, I see in these cards, it's going to get more intense as we enter into winter. Mm-hmm. So if we don't <laughs> take the opportunity to transmute these energies. Now, a lot of people aren't going to make it through the end of this year, mm-hmm. you know, real talk, because we already know that in the winter time we're the veil is thinner we're a lot more open, Mm -hmm. things are darker, you know, a lot of people go into depression, you know, I know I get, it's the prime time for readings for me because everybody's looking for clarity, people are just need, they need assistance, they need help. So, If this is already showing up in September and we haven't even hit the fall equinox, we're not even nowhere near wintertime, I already know winter is going to be intense.
2: Mm -hmm. So this is
0: an opportunity for you to transmute this now so it doesn't become, it doesn't overtake you when it gets really real, if that makes sense.
1: Man. (laughs) So wait, you're saying September... as we're entering september 2020 it ain't got really real yet
0: that's what i'm sensing in
1: 2020 yeah y'all hear that i'm just saying i'm just saying
0: so with that being said the last card that was pulled was the sun reversed um and the sun is again that solar plexus energy showing up playing out here but on a physical level as well we're going to be more drained, you know, anytime the sun is reversed in a reading, it represents an eclipse of that energy, a lack of illumination, and a lack of our, a lack of support for our chi energy, so what that means is that we, again, it's another sign, another, um, another light that's being pointed to the fact that we really have to cultivate our, um, solar plexus energy for this month, um, um, we're going to be more drained, more prone to health issues this month. So that's where this is showing up with the health issues. Mm. Um. So really, really, again, pay attention to your your life force, pay attention to your immune system. It does make sense because as we enter into the fall, that is flu season. We already have all this bullshit with COVID, oh my COVID God. you know, and... Um, just people's immune systems already being weakened because people spent a year with masks on and quarantine, not, you know, not having their immune systems, not giving your, we haven't been practicing our immune systems this year for a lot of the, the, the the collective consciousness, a lot of the community, a lot of society. So now that we're going to enter into flu season and a lot of people's immune systems haven't gotten the proper practice, you're going to see a lot of people getting sick you know, again, so, Mm, 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 you know, keep that in, in your, your awareness. Um, another energy that the, that the, um, sun represents it reverse is the truth being apparent, but not necessarily illuminated. Okay. I'm gonna say that again, the truth being apparent, but not necessarily illuminated meaning that the truth will be obvious and in our faces but not necessarily shining if that makes sense so mm. this goes back to the energy of distractions okay So
1: like is that another way of saying like hidden in plain sight mm-hmm. okay
0: right apparent but not illuminated just saying um and then the truth that is illuminated will burn because the, 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 the sun reverse <laughs> represents drought and oh too much sun burning. So there's yeah. going to be this energy of either, you know, the sun being eclipsed and the energy not being things, not being to, to brought to light. No, how actually, let me, let me rephrase that things being brought to light, but we just aren't, we didn't turn on the light. <laughs> like it's like being in a room and it's dark. And there's all these truths in the room, and all we have to do is flip the switch, but we're not flipping the switch. That's one energy that the sun reverse brings. But then when we do flip the switch, you know, we're going to, the light will be too bright. (laughs) So the sun reverse represents Um, being burned.
1: Because you let it, you let yourself stay in the room too long without being willing to cut off the light. And then your eyes done got adjusted. And then now all of a sudden, whammo! Exactly. God damn.
0: Exactly. So, in other words, for this month, be prepared to learn truths that, truth that are going to hurt. They're going to hurt. Okay? Mm. Um. But you got to be prepared. But, see, the thing about it is that these truths are necessary for us to be able to, going back to that hangman, make the necessary choices and sacrifices that we need to make. You know, you can't make proper choices without having all the information. So this month is bringing all the information and we have to be willing to look at it. We have to be able to transmute the hurt when we, when we feel it, which goes back to that five of cups reversed. And then from there, we have to be able to be willing to make the proper decisions and sacrifices to move forward, which is that hanged man reversed. Um, does,
1: so does that mean I can still talk my shit on social media? You
0: can always
1: talk your shit on social media. Oh, well, hey. <laughs> All right.
0: It's going to make people more angry because, you know, hit dogs holler. Hello. <laughs> um. Clearly. <laughs> so that is my portion of the Why in the Sky for September.
1: Oh, my God. Man, I feel exhausted already. I ain't <laughs> even gone yet.
0: It was very straightforward, though. You know, very, I'm glad we're doing it this month, the recording, because people really kind of need to be prepared for September.
1: If it does feel like it's been a long time since we've done it. But we just, I mean, we was just going a month, right? Yeah.
0: But August was, was a lot.
1: Yeah. 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 And, I mean, this is 2020 <laughs> just in general, so it's been a lot. Just period. All year. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you, honey.
0: <laughs> You're welcome. I can't wait to hear what you say. Oh,
1: shit. All right.
0: Y'all, you should have seen him getting ready for his portion.
1: I had to go get my St. Germain.
0: or to- <laughs> spray. He had to spray himself down with the aura spray and drink his mineral water. And-
1: Courtesy of Simbi's uh, Yes.
0: Shameless plug. Oh my god!
1: (laughs) And here I am, guys. I'm back. We're back. I'm ready. Thank you for your part, honey. That was wonderful, as always.
0: Well, thank you.
1: And so on point with what I'm about to talk about, as always. And um, yeah, we got some very major, extremely major stuff happening this month. Uh, So much so that I'm not going to even get into all of the uh, major aspects between different planets like I usually do. Plus, you know, we've been trying to really cut this thing back down to like less than an hour for y'all. It just, I don't know, it just started to seem like it got longer and longer every time.
0: Because the months got longer and longer every time. (laughs) But no, we just we're trying
1: to just get cut it back to just the meat and potatoes of of what's going yeah, on. Yeah, see I can get the gist of it and then get, you know, back onto your lives.
0: Yeah.
1: And the and of course reviewing it won't be as as tough, you know. Right. You got all this information you gotta re-listen to or whatever. So um, but I definitely got some I mean, that's kinda gonna be a little bit easier this month anyway, because the highlights are so big that we're really just gonna focus mainly on those. So, um all right, here we go. Uh, so, just to kind of reiterate what Chrysalis was saying, with as far as the main points of the tarot, which is is just so crazy to me that this is what it is. Um, and correct me if I'm I get this a little off, honey. But basically, what I got from what you said was the main idea is like it's the self. Mm-hmm. It's all about the self. Mm-hmm. Re-examining the self. Solitude, being by yourself. Mm-hmm. Putting yourself first. Putting yourself first, mm-hmm. keeping your self-esteem intact, mm-hmm. self, 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 self.
0: Right.
1: Oh, what a surprise, because guess what's finally happening this month? Dum,
0: dum, dum. <laughs> <laughs> we really need side effects, you
1: Mars retrograde. Oh, it's been a while. It has been a while. That was very impressive. It has been a while, because Mars retrograde only happens... Every two years, pretty much just like Venus retrograde, every two years. Okay. So think back, everyone. 2018, late in the year 2018. Think back, if you, if you uh, would, if you would even want to. I don't know if anybody would want to, but um, yeah, we actually had Mars retrograde, Venus retrograde, um, yeah. but it was a whole bunch of other shit going on, like at the same time of all of that. Um, so fortunately, we don't have those right on top of each other this year. Thank God. With all the other stuff, I mean, yeah, exactly. Like, we definitely didn't want that. So, of course, you know, we already had the Venus retrograde, yeah. so we talked about that in previous episodes. Um, but i also been talking about, in previous episodes, the importance of preparing for dun-dun-dun. Here we are, Mars, <laughs> Mars retrograde. We're finally here. It's going down. It's, it's going happening. it's going down, people. So, if you do remember what the last Mars retrograde was like back in 2018, there was a whole lot of arguing, a whole lot of fighting, a whole lot of violence. Mm. People just, you know, yeah, just combative energy just like being thrown all over the fucking place. So, yes, that is what we are headed towards again, if you ain't had enough of that already this year. Um, in the
0: middle of
1: an election season in the middle of an election season honey oh we're just oh we're just getting started people the, the, all of the bickering back and forth and backstabbing and people getting killed in the streets and That's you know unfortunate. I'm just going you know hey I don't wanna I don't want to make a long list of stuff because I'm sure a lot of us are already exhausted thinking about this type of stuff but this is it Mars retrograde is here. This is the month for it. But first, before we get into that, we have a very major event happening prior to that, which is actually happening tonight. Yes. So hopefully people can listen to this as soon as we put it out because we are doing this just in time. And really, technically, of course, you know, for those um, of y'all that are following the Wine and Scott episodes and y'all are, you know, loyal listeners, y'all know that I give out. Whenever I do give out the times for certain alignments, I give out Eastern times. So, just keep that in mind if you didn't know that already. So, technically, the event that's happening tonight is happening in the morning, tomorrow morning, but it's going to be at one twenty-two a.m. So, if you're on the West Coast listening to this, that is going to be like 10.22 p.m., okay. right? Full moon in Pisces. Yeah, so that's a lot just in itself full moon and pisces because pisces is like you already said the energy of this month is water 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 emotion 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 but pisces is a very significant type of emotion pisces is about illusion and we've been talking a lot about pisces energy this year really because we've been speaking about the neptune um alignments a lot of alignments have been happening with neptune um especially over the past like two three months um, the Venus retrograde had a lot to do with Neptune energy and um, different alignments that was being making that it was making with Neptune to increase the illusions and increase the deceptions and the manipulation of the emotions and all of that kind of stuff, right? So we're looking at that again, like, already. I mean, we've seen a lot of that already at the end of August, especially um, leading up to September. But now we're about to hit, like, a huge culmination of all of that stuff that we kind of already been dealing with over the past week or so so in addition to it being a pisces full moon and all of that already brings with it we got some added energy along with the pisces full moon tonight that being we have an alignment with venus and saturn i'm not gonna get into the details but just know venus and saturn are making an alignment um actually early tomorrow morning Um, after the full moon hits and then we have another alignment with the sun and uranus or uranus as i like to say and then we have another alignment with the moon itself and guess who neptune so we got a neptune full moon i mean a pisces full moon and then the very same day we got the moon actually lining up exact in conjunction with neptune the ruling planet of Pisces. So take everything I just said about the Pisces energy and the emotions and the full moon happening with it, and just throw the fact that the moon is lining up with Neptune, the ruler of Pisces, on top of all of that, increasing all of that even more. So there's your emotional tarot spread. That's a lot of what that has to do with and what that was about. That's why I was over here just like shaking my head just like, Lord, this is just, just crazy. The things you be saying, I'll I be preparing uh, for my part. So, yeah, that's tonight, y'all. So, um, good luck with that. <laughs> so
2: rude. <laughs> I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying because, I mean, that's just, that's the that's the initial energy. Like, that's what's setting the tone for the entire month. Mm-hmm. And then that's leading up to Mars retrograde, um, which is on the 9th. So, that's literally a week away. So, we got the Pisces, full moon, hitting. And then before we get to the mars retrograde um this is interesting too this goes back to something you said in your test spread. maybe you can help help me I remember what it was but we do have a, a venus transit on the 6th which is um this coming sunday and that's the last major event that we got right before the mars retrograde um next wednesday so the thing about venus though venus has been in cancer You've been talking. You just finished talking about cancer too, Queen of Wands, Mm -hmm. boom. And when you said Queen of Wands reverse, well, when you was talking about the Queen of Wands dealing with kind of like representing the energy of Cancer women, Mm -hmm. and just went into that whole spill, like that's what made me think of um, Venus because Venus has been in Cancer for a while now. But not only that, you said the Queen of Wands was reversed. Mm -hmm. Venus and Cancer has been opposing this huge ass cluster of craziness that's been in Capricorn all mm. year, all fucking year. Mm-hmm. So there goes your reversed energy, energy. of the Queen of Wands. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the 6th, Venus finally moves out of Cancer. So yay, clap, clap, clap.
0: Yay, we need those something. We, we need that.
1: Uh, We, we kind of need that. That's going to help a little bit. However, don't get too excited because even though it is moving into Leo, which venus and leo is a very interesting energy in terms of um like the sweetness of life like the idea of things being like the things that we we enjoy um like there being a light shine on them Mm -hmm. um yeah that's kind of the energy of that in general but this particular venus um transit with venus going into leo it's kind of like it's kind of like a tease, basically, because you got all of this other stuff happening in the month that's the overshadowing that. So it's like, yay, we get to kind of celebrate like Venus is moving into Leo, um, but it's happening in the middle of a void of course moon. Now I'm not gonna get into what a void of course moon is if you don't know. Um, please do the research on that. Feel free. If you don't know already, but a lot of our followers um, are up on that. Mm -hmm. So if you do understand what a vorticose moon is, the Venus transit is happening in the middle of a vorticose moon. And not only that, the alignment that initiated the beginning of that vorticose moon was the moon conjuncting, guess who? Mars. Right before we about to hit this Mars retrograde. So that's what I mean when I say it's kind I need of a, a
0: nap now.
1: I'm just saying it's <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a lot.
1: Appreciate it, but don't let it like get you too like uh overly confident about the energy that it's providing. It's basically all I'm saying. It's it's gonna be some Enigmatic or illusory energy associated with it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, you know, take take from it what you can, people. That's what that's all I'm saying. Now, let's get to talking about the big, big, big event. Wednesday, September 6 six twenty two PM, Mars goes retrograde. Now, I'm basically gonna be talking about this for the rest of the, the episode. Like that's gonna be the main thing I'm gonna be talking about. Um And and going back to even as I get further into the rest of the month to refer back to, to help explain the other things that's happening. This is huge, y'all. This is huge, huge, huge. I can't under, like, I can't express that enough. I can't overemphasize that enough because other than this event right here, the only other event that, um, I would say is more major than this, was the event that happened in January that pretty much kind of like initiated all this craziness that we've been seeing all year long, which was the Saturn-Pluto conjunction. You know what I'm saying? I first mentioned that last July, July of last year, because when I noticed what was happening with that alignment, I wanted to get the information out as soon as possible. Talked about it all last year for the end of the year uh, from July on. And of course, it's been a theme all this year. So, the main things that you've been thinking about for 2020, as far as the intensity of 2020, it all goes back to that alignment in January, January 12th. This Mars retrograde is like the second most intense alignment that we're going to see all year. So, I just want to make sure that's clear. So, we got the alignment in January and this. These are the major two. And, yes, Venus retrograde was intense as hell, too, for a lot of reasons. But this Mars retrograde is going to be bigger than that. Part of the reason that is is because the Mars retrograde is happening in Mars' home sign of Aries. So Mars traveled all the way through Aries. But before it made it to the end of Aries to switch into Taurus, which is where we are now. Mars is at the end of Aries. It's slowing down. It's been slowing down for a little while now. Um, the intensity of the week that we just saw, I'm not going to get into the details of that because enough of that is on my Facebook page. But the intensity of the week that we just went through, a lot of that has to do with how Mars is slowing down and getting heavier and heavier and heavier mm. as we approach September 9th. All right. Now, it's going to go retrograde at the end of Aries. Is going to turn around to go to start traveling backwards through Aries. While it's doing this, it's hitting some very intense and harsh aspects with the same cluster of planets in Capricorn that I just spoke about, that Venus just got finished opposing as it's about to go through. I mean, is it's about to transition into Leo mm-hmm. this coming Sunday. So once again, for this entire month and really for the rest of this year, this this theme of like clashing with all of this stuff that's already heavy in Capricorn is amping back up. It's amping back up, people. That's where we're headed. So um So that
0: gets back that
1: corresponds with like the limitations of the hangman and the restrictions. And, yes, because wow. what is Saturn? Restrictions.
0: restrictions rules. Rules. Structure, karma.
1: Karma. <laughs> yep. Time running out.
0: Yep.
1: You know what I'm yep. saying? Chickens coming home to loose. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You not being able to move forward until you take care of everything Glad you everything said you was going to do. do. Right. Thank you. So Mars is, is really like going to be in a huge argument with that huge cluster. Even though the cluster is a different type of energy, because it's been moving around, those planets have been kind of spreading out, coming back together, spreading out, and there's, you know, slowly but surely, like, separating from each other. We're talking about Jupiter, Saturn, and um, Pluto, because those are the planets that are in Capricorn right now, and even Saturn left uh, Capricorn for a little bit, but then it went retrograde, and then went back into Capricorn, so that's where it's at now. Um, But I'm saying all this to say that not only is mars experiencing its entire retrograde period in aries which is very significant one is it's significant because it's staying in the same sign the entire time it's retrograde but two it's its home sign which amps up that power or that energy of the warrior archetype you know what i'm saying that impulsiveness that um wanting to to go and you can't go cuz now you you know got all this shit in your way and you and you trying to go but it's shit making you not able to go to go forward you know what i'm saying not only that keep so take all of that that i just said and now add on top of it the fact that when mars first went into aries back on checking my notes here june 27th so mars has been in aries all the way back since june 27th but exactly the moment when it went into aries It made a sextile with Saturn. Normally, sextiles with Saturn are all about the ability to um, basically, like, experience your work going smoothly if it's pre-planned. So, in other words, if you have been doing the work for a long time, like leading up to all of this craziness in 2020, meaning like last year, the year before last year, all the inner work we've been telling people that they need to be doing to lead up to the crazy stuff so they can still be all right when it happens and all the shit goes down. Normally, that's what the sextile between Mars and Saturn is about. So there's still, even though it's a a supportive idea because your work can go smoothly, it's still that that attachment of this idea of it's only smooth if it's pre-planned. But this particular case, Saturn was retrograde when Mars made this alignment with it. So that's making the idea of the fact it's it's, how do I say this <sighs> Any of the lessons that you would be receiving? Because you didn't pre plan so that your work could go smoothly, those lessons are going to be even more harsh. Because when Mars made that alignment with Saturn, when it first went in Aries, Saturn was retrograde. Does that make sense?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, let me give you another layer. So take everything I just said, pauses if you need to, take a breath, sip some water, whatever you got to do, and then come back to this. So now take all of that. Now, I'm about to throw this next layer on top of that. Keep in mind everything I just said about Mars' relationship with Saturn, right? Now, on top of all of that, mm. <laughs> 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 on top of all of that, Mars made an exact square, an exact 90-degree angle, an angle that is uh, very uh, difficult. Let's just call it difficult. It made an exact square with Saturn on August 27th. So this was the Monday leading up to the big news that we all just heard about on the 28th. Right. Mars was slowing down a lot as it was making that square with Saturn. So in other words, Mars is still in that square with Saturn now. And when Mars goes retrograde next Wednesday, it's still going to be in the square with saturn so that means that mars is going to be in the square with saturn for a while and the square with saturn is part of the energy that's stamped onto the mars retrograde that is going to be we're going to be feeling it for the rest of this entire year Mm. that's a lot people
0: that is a lot
1: that's a lot all right, now Mars goes retrograde on the ninth while it's squaring Saturn. It's going to turn around, start going backwards. But as it's doing that, it's going to retrace these harsh angles that it just finished making with um, the other planets in Capricorn. Because if you know, for everybody that doesn't know, Okay, we're going to. So we're talking about this cluster in Capricorn. Right. That's been a major theme or probably the most major theme for all of 2020. Right. But right now, Jupiter is in the earliest position of Capricorn. Pluto is next. Saturn is is, is the last one. Right. It's the Saturn is the one that's closest to Aquarius. Mm-hmm. You know, like we said, it went in Aquarius already, turned backwards, went back into Capricorn. So if you go in order of the three planets that's in Capricorn, you're going Jupiter, Pluto, Saturn. Right? Now, if Mars is turning around next week to go backwards, and Mars is right now making a square with Saturn, that means that it's now gonna go backwards and then make and then hit a square with Pluto very soon which it just did that of course because if it's squaring saturn now that means it was just squaring pluto not too long ago Mm -hmm. and it was squaring jupiter not too long ago before that so now as the retrograde starts it's going to go back and retrace those squares also right with those same planets in capricorn again as it's going backwards in the sign of aries and then what does that mean that means when it goes forward finally when it finally does go forward which is not gonna even go forward. I'm like, guess I can go ahead and let y'all know this now. <laughs> <laughs> Since I'm hitting y'all with so We're much, ready. I might as well just keep adding more to it. Mars, okay, get ready. Drum roll. Mars doesn't go direct until December 23rd. Oh, just a
0: few
1: days. Did everybody get that?
0: What, a couple days after the solstice
1: and a few days before Christmas? I'm gonna say that again. This Mars retrograde that I'm describing right now for everybody that's sounding, you know, what it sounded like, however it sounded to you, (laughs) it doesn't go direct until December 23rd. It's not leaving Aries December 23rd, it's just turning around to go back through all of the shit that it's about to go through now backwards, Mm -hmm. December 23rd. That's, I mean... I'm I'm trying to sugarcoat it, y'all. I don't know. Don't sugar Don't sugarcoat it. Okay. Straight up no chaser. All I right, mean. straight up no chaser. So, 23rd of December is when Mars finally goes direct, y'all. So that means even past December is going to have to go back forward again and hit all of those planets at a 90 degree angle again. So Okay, so let me back up a little bit. So, what is Mars? Right? This is important for, for people that don't know. What is Mars? What is Mars energy? What did Chrysalis say her main theme of the tarot was about? Self. That's what Mars is. So when the planet goes retrograde, we're talking about a review of those planetary energies. What did Chrysalis just talk about? Self. Self-examination. Re- re-examination. You know what I'm saying? The self-esteem being challenged, like all of that stuff. Solar plexus, willpower, willpower, energy, Mm -hmm. and of course, you know, the solar plexus and willpower deals with the sun also, but it's still that fire energy, right? You know what I'm saying? The 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 your ability to choose you know what I'm saying, to 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 move forward, you know what I'm saying, when there's all this shit in your path blocking you, which Saturn is all about. So there's going to be a lot of that energy. This, I mean, I feel like this is exactly what Chris was just saying. Like, you're going to have all of this drive to want to do shit, but then there's going to be all this shit in your way. Please listen to the shit in your way. Please do not try to bust through this, in, like, non-bustable wall, that's making you sit on your ass and I mean of course we gotta be in the social scene to some degree you know what I'm saying but please don't like be on this you know what fuck this shit I'm tired of 2020 I'm gonna do what I wanna do they saying I can't go out Fucking, I'm gonna go out and party and uh, I mean really a lot of us have already been doing that anyway like when <laughs> I go out you know I have to go out cause you know my the work that I do um and my you know call it 9 to 5 or whatever but you know, I'm I'm all over the place watching what's going on in the city, so mm-hmm. I, it's been clear to me that people have said pretty much fuck it a long time ago, but even though they got their masks on still, they're saying fuck it to a certain degree. What I'm saying is, don't let this shit get to the point where you are just saying fuck it so hard to where you just get so careless that you just do completely what you want to do, and you start missing all the signs that's, that's now finally towards the end of the year explaining to you why all this shit has been happening all year long so in other words don't get to the point where you went through all of 2020 up to now for nothing
0: Mm. and i'm gonna say this too because if if you if that energy of a fucking i'm gonna just do what i want to do that's it it's it's gonna be empty and not fulfilling because according to just what this month is about for you to really do what you want to do you're going to have to make sacrifices you don't want to make so there's going to be this energy well fuck it i'm just going to do what i want to do but to really do what you want to do and move forward is going to require you to do shit that you really don't (laughs) want to do
1: which is going to which is going to bring in a time delay right to where now you have to go through the process of doing those things you don't want to do That's going to lead you to being able to do what you want to do, which really ain't going to happen till next year. Because like I said, Mars don't even go forward until December. It doesn't leave Aries until, let's see, did I write that down for y'all? Yes, January 6th. It's not even leaving the sign of Aries until January 6th. So, and, and then even by then... It's still going to be bumping up with a lot of shit that it's bumping up with now, over and over again, forward and backwards, yeah. because those planets that are in Capricorn are still moving themselves. They're not stationary. So, Saturn is going to start moving forward again, back to Aquarius. So, even when Mars starts going through Taurus, it's going to still have to hit Saturn some more. So, the, okay. Basically, y'all, 2020 is about. It ain't about you, Mm. but because it ain't about you, it's really about you, meaning (laughs) that it's about taking care of you in a way you ain't been wanting to take care of you and making absolute certain that you finally really do that shit, especially if you haven't done it at all, because it ain't about you. Does it make sense? It makes all the sense. Because I know a lot of people, you know, take things that I say like, oh, he's not making no sense. What the hell is he talking about? Well, I mean.
0: Oh, those are just the trolls and.
1: Well, I mean, yeah. You know, I mean, that's okay. But basically just.
0: they The trolls, they need to be listening to this podcast. This,
1: that's a whole another uh, conversation. But 2020 has got a lot of. What's the word I'm looking for? Um paradox energy in it you know what i'm saying but that's for a lot of us for our growth a lot of us is for bringing in man- the manifestations we've been working on mm-hmm. for so long because the manifestations we've been working on for so long have been so big mm-hmm. so perfect example Simbi's conjure that's that was huge and i made absolute certain that the date that i picked for that grand opening was like very very precise because (laughs) i saw all this energy right before Mm -hmm. august 22nd which was the grand opening and right after which is where we are now so yes it's not about you because it is about you because it's not about you (laughs) okay (laughs) okay All right, so let's move forward because I know a lot of people are like, "Okay, can we please stop talking about Mars?" So I, I do got <laughs> I do got some other things to um, to get to, but just keep in mind that a lot of what I'm about to say, not all of it necessarily, but a lot of what I'm about to say for the rest of the month still is going to um, is going to have me referring back to to Mars retrograde. But before we get there, let's jump to this next Saturday, not this coming Saturday, but Saturday the twelfth. Jupiter goes direct. Yay. Let's celebrate all our wins Yay. this month. Yay. I had a lot of wins this month. Let's celebrate all of our wins. All, and I'm going to say that to you, too. Like, everybody's listening, every single win you have this month, celebrate it. Well,
0: you should always celebrate your wins.
1: But especially this month. <laughs> please. <laughs> so Jupiter going direct is a win, OK? It's not a huge win, but we want to look at it as a huge win. Um, not to get us like overly confident to the point where, you know, you're, uh, positioning yourself in a way where you're not ready to take on the rest of what's happening, but I'm just saying, find the silver linings, find the silver linings, find the silver linings. Jupiter going direct is one of them. Um, especially because that same day the moon is making an alignment with Neptune, but it's a, a supportive alignment. It's not one of those like harsh alignments like we've been talking about. And it's important that it's making an alignment with Neptune because Neptune has been kicking our ass. So that's happening the same day as Jupiter goes direct. Jupiter is luck, fortune, rewards. Once once again, if you've been doing the work, then this is a day that's going to be probably very good for you. Um, Which is important because then the very next day, uh, there's going to be a lot of impulsive and emotional thinking going on, Um, which is the 13th. So, and that's a whole Mars thing happening. Moon is doing some stuff with Mars. So that's the 12th and the 13th. Okay, so that's a weekend. So uh, hip hip parade for Saturday, watch out for Sunday. Now, (laughs) (laughs) the 15th. um, The 15th is going to be interesting because Venus, remember we were talking about Venus a little bit, right? Venus is squaring Uranus. So now that Venus has changed signs by that point, it's square in Uranus. Uranus is in Taurus. Uranus has been in Taurus for a very, you know, for quite some time now. I'm um, still at the beginning stages of Taurus. I'm um, going, you know, headed towards the middle of Taurus.
0: I remember when Uranus
1: hit when it Taurus. first hit Taurus, right? Yeah, it changed. was a few years ago. Mm-hmm. It happened. I want to say maybe uh, 2017, mm-hmm. I think. I remember like, when that happened. Beginning of 2017, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken um so that was the period where we experienced a lot of like upheaval all over the world in regards to resources money food mm-hmm. financial stuff mm-hmm. morals talk we too. talked about that a lot so that's the that's the position that venus is uh harshly rubbing up against on the 15th all right so that's 11 29 a.m september 15th so let's just expect some well, I mean, here we go again with the with the confusing words, but expect some unexpected changes, some sudden and unexpected changes, but especially with things having to do with morals, uh, money, finances, um, things that you enjoy, things that uh, you like, um, the, you know, the sweet things in life, so to speak. Like you, we're going to see some, shit stirred up like right around that time so that goes back to again what christmas was saying you know things coming out that's you know going to disturb people or shock people that's going to be another one of them days where a lot of that stuff is likely to happen um now what you can do though is on the 14th which is right in the middle of the those two kind of crazy days the 13th and the 15th right 13th we're talking about impulsive emotional thinking Tuesday, the 15th, we're talking about this uh, alignment with Uranus, right, that Venus is making. Monday on the 14th, um, you got an alignment between the sun and Pluto where you can use it to make progressive changes. So that's going to be one of those key dates that you want to use this month. September 14th, make progressive changes. I'm sure by then you will have an idea of what type of progressive changes you can or need to be making.
0: So, in other words, those sacrifices I was talking about, that would be a good day to
1: make those? There you go. Perfect. Exactly. All right. Let's keep it moving. Thursday the 17th. This is another big one, y'all. So, the so the biggest things really all month are, of course, the Mars retrograde. That's the biggest. Um, the full moon, Pisces full moon, which is happening tonight or early in the morning, depending on where you're at. And um, then we got the new moon on the 17th. All right. So, this is a new moon in Virgo. So, yes, we're in Virgo season now. Happy solar return. Shout out to all my Virgos out there. Um, And we got the Virgo new moon happening on the 17th. Pretty much right in the middle of the month. This is another um, moon activity. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be kind of a lot. Um, The reason why. Is because that same day, we got a lot of other stuff going on. So, Mercury is squaring Jupiter that same day, the early that morning, 6.34 a.m., which means it's going to be quick for you to jump to conclusions, which is with all this other stuff going Uh, on, that's not really something that we necessarily want to look forward to. But if you know it's coming, you can prepare for that. Right. That's why we're here. That's why we do this. You're welcome. So, that's happening first. Then... The new moon happens at 7 a.m. Then at 7.42 a.m., the moon trine Saturn. So this is another, actually, this is actually another um, alignment that you can use, but it's going to require patience. So when the moon trine Saturn, we're talking about being able to achieve things through patience. So if you ain't got no patience, don't be looking Mm. to accomplish nothing that day. (laughs) But if you can if you can practice patience that day which you know it might be tough because the new moon energy is going to be loud that day um you know virgo deals with healing mm-hmm. virgo deals with hard work you know what i'm saying um being like determined or um like that kind of like perfectionist energy mm-hmm. you know what Very i'm saying so. so if you if you one of these people that's like 2020 got me exhausted you know and you on the verge of giving up and that kind of thing then that day is going to be a challenge for you because you're going to be feeling like fuck it i ain't got no more patience you know what i'm saying so just be mindful of that leading up to that day all right but then also later that evening 5:36 5 36 p.m we got a chime between saturn again but this time with the sun and this makes it a good day for dealing with authority mm-hmm. so These are some good things that we can use. These are some quote unquote good things that we can use. These are some things that you can use to your benefit. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, But the fact that it's happening the same day as the new moon means that this is also a day that you want to harness and be very intentional about because new moon energy is also a very big tone setter. So, yes, we've already had a tone setter by that point with the full moon starting off the whole month. And, of course, the Mars retrograde is going to kind of be overshadowing everything that we're talking about in September. But the new moon on the 17th is kind of like a good way to, you know, if you, you know, slipped up a lot by then or, you know, you kind of didn't really you weren't really on your shit, you know, like you may have wanted to be by then. this is a good day to kind of like regroup and and pick up the slack a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you if you kind of got. What you may feel like would be too far off course. Does that make sense? It makes
0: a lot of sense.
1: Okay, so use that. Y'all. Use that. Now let's jump to the nineteenth. Nineteenth, we have a alignment between Mars again, Mars and the Moon. This time, the Moon is opposing Mars, and I bring this up. It's important for me to at least mention it because with everything that's been happening with Mars and is about to be happening with Mars. The moon is, of course, emotion. So this again points to what Chris was talking about with all the water energy this month. So this is a tug of war that's going to be going on that weekend. Um, and it's been, it's been weird. Like we've talked a lot about this. I think I don't know if it was the last podcast we did, last this guy we did, or the one right before that. But it was a month that we had where like every weekend was like crazy, every single weekend. Yeah. And I let everybody June know that July. it was like June mm-hmm. or July every single weekend was crazy. So, it's been a lot of that like happening like, you know, the week will be going through the weekend and all of a sudden the weekend hits hit, like, yo, what the hell is going on? So, just keep that in mind. The 19th is going to be one of them weekends. We just had a weekend like that. Last weekend was like that. Right. So, the 19th is going to be one of those weekends. All right? That's the weekend right after the new moon. So, if you use that new moon energy like I just said, if you use that to your benefit and be very intentional about that that can at least help to uh, soften the blow that the 19th will potentially have for a lot of us. All right? Anything you want to say about that? I feel your wheels turning mm, over there. I'm just listening. Okay.
0: It's just affirming everything that
1: came up with the cards. T- I'll be saying, you. I'll be telling you. So, okay, that's the 19th. Now, let's move forward. We, um, we headed towards the end of the month. Another big, huge event, as as it is every year, only happens once a year, Fall Equinox. Clap Yay! Yay! Clap it up for the Fall Equinox.
0: Grab your pumpkins, grab your brooms, grab your fall leaves. Celebrate <laughs> your harvest. <laughs> the witches come out in the fall. If
1: you've been harvesting, this is a very good time to celebrate harvesting. This is a very good time to watch for, for more harvest. Mm-hmm. Um, entering into your picture. So yes, definitely give it up for the fall equinox. That's the twenty second this year. September twenty second. And the fall equinox for those that don't know means the sun is entering Libra. Yay, clap it up. Clap it up for my Libra's out there. I know it ain't Libra season yet, but
0: we headed there.
1: Shout out all my Libra family. Y'all know what it is. Oh
0: my goodness. Hey,
1: hey. A <laughs> A
0: in the building.
1: Alright, so, and that's Venus. You know, we're mm-hmm. talking about Venus, right? So, that's actually going to help support the Venus energy that was kind of like teasing us mm-hmm. um, in the beginning of September, right? So, by the time we reach the equinox, Venus will kind of be more in a, uh, it will be presenting itself more authentically. Mm. That's that's one way you, that you can look at it. I like how
0: that sounds.
1: Yes, I love how that sounds because that's my ruling planet. And when Venus is not happy, yeah, that ain't good. That ain't good for nobody. (laughs) Um, So we want Venus happy. So hopefully by the 22nd, Venus will be happy. And then we'll get a little boost um, to help Venus remain happy. All right. So the sweet things in life. Let's look forward to that. Now, um, interestingly enough, the day right before that, we got a square between Mercury and Pluto. Um, And We haven't talked a lot about Mercury um, this month. But Pluto, once again, is one of those planets in that cluster. Um, And I just think it's so interesting because that's the UN International Day of Peace right before the sun goes into the sign of peace. So, hopefully, that won't be another illusion that we'll have to deal with because, of course, we're talking about the UN. I ain't gonna even go there. But just be mindful that you know I'm sensing that there may be some fuckery going on around that time. Mm -hmm. So... Once again, look for the silver linings. Use the equinox as one of those silver linings that you can look forward to. Mm-hmm. And just anything that has to do with a fresh new energy coming into play. You know, whether we're talking about a change into summer, fall, winter, or spring, anytime the seasons change, once again, Chris has mentioned the veil being thin in winter. Anytime the seasons change, the veil gets thin for that, like, it's like an- another thinning of a veil window to change seasons, right? So just keep in mind, that's also an opportunity where fuckery can enter the picture if you allow it to, or if you buy into it. So please just don't buy into that. It's probably gonna be happening right around that time too this month. That's another key point where it can happen a lot, leading up to the elections in November and all this yeah, crazy shit. So, all right, Keeping it moving. The 23rd it's going to be, this is the very next day. It's going to be important to be diplomatic, which is Libra energy again, right? Um, and avoid stubbornness. That's going to be another another day where it's going to be easy to be stubborn. So just watch for that. 24th is going to be important to be tactful because it's going to be easy to get into arguments that day. We got another alignment with Mars happening that day, but this time it's Mars and Mercury opposing each other. Just oh, like... You'll be in yeah. Vegas? Mm-hmm. Okay, so watch for those Vegas arguments.
0: If, <laughs> if having a, a feast for Abatala. Mm, okay. So that's actually perfect because Abatala's, you know, the cool head and the calmness and the wisdom. Mm-hmm. So I'll be in that energy that day. That's perfect. Good.
1: Yes, and listen to Abatala that day.
0: <laughs> because Abatala's
1: probably going to have a lot to say that day.
0: <laughs>
1: All right, so everybody got that? That was mm-hmm. the 24th. Mercury is opposing Mars. All right. Anything that's happening with Mars this month is like just turn the volume up on it because it's more significant because of the Mars retrograde. All right. So um yeah, so as a matter of fact, yeah, that's another point to make. Like even though the Mercury is opposing Mars, that's already like uh prime energy for arguments and stuff. But now with Mars being retrograde, that's amping that up even more. So I just wanna, you know, point that out. Now, twenty fifth. Okay, so here we go again with the cluster in Capricorn. On the 25th, the moon is now making its way to conjunct all of those planets. Emotion once again, but specifically hitting up against all the planets that are associated with the alignment that happened in january that sparked or helped to uh bring to fruition all the 2020 craziness that we've been experiencing okay so the week of the equinox is going to be kind of peculiar basically it's just what i'm getting at all right you got the International Day of Peace on the twenty first. That's a Monday. You got the Equinox on this on that Tuesday, the twenty second. You got stubbornness, you know, being tempted by stubbornness the very next day on the twenty third. Twenty fourth arguments being thrown in your face. So to be able to avoid those. And then the twenty fifth. That's a lot going on that week. A whole lot. That's everything. That's something happening every day Monday through Friday far as major alignments is concerned with friday the final day of that five day whammy being the energy of the moon in capricorn punching all of those planets that have been the main theme for all of 2012 so that's going to be a hell of a week so really the week of the retrograde starting is going to be like One of the major weeks. And then that week that I just described, the week of the equinox. Those are the two major, I guess, most major weeks of September. And then, of course, we got the new moon um, during the week right in between those. I need a sip of water, honey. (laughs) Hold hold on, y'all. Take take your sip of water. Go
0: ahead.
1: Okay, thank you. Got my sip of water. Hold on. I need some old St. Germain spray. Oh,
0: my goodness.
1: spray my spraying chrysalis oh over my there. Goodness.
0: I'm I'm
1: this good. spray is, is lovely though for real saint Germain aura spray yes y'all need to get some of that yeah
0: it's got uh
1: what's it got in it honey it's got
0: uh fresh flowers and crystals in it along with some cologne some herbs some things some things and things
1: and some things smells good feels good yeah i take that for when i go out amongst the crazies keep myself fortified with high auric field energy. So thank you, Simbi's Conjure, for that. Now, last week of the month, y'all, 27th through the 30th. So y'all had enough yet? Have Have you had enough yet?
0: I had enough, like,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> what I said I needed
1: in that. Okay, so, I mean, we, we've we talked about the major stuff, the most major stuff. All right, so this is, you know, we're winding down um relatively speaking okay so please don't take it the wrong way uh mercury enters scorpio so we do have a sign change for mercury also and shout out to all my scorpio mercuries out there hey hey hey. because i am one of those hence my sharp ass tongue Mm -hmm. um so i will be having a mercury return on the twenty seventh, shout out to everybody else that was having a Mercury return on the twenty seventh. However, for the collective, that means that communication is going to be sharper. Oh Lord,
0: communication, that's the last
1: thing we need. communication is going to be more uh, probing. It's gonna, it's gonna go in deeper. So, like if somebody cussing you out, it's gonna sting a lot deeper um, after the twenty seventh. So. What can what can I give? Because I feel like that's something else that that's another day that I feel like we want to look forward to using to our benefit. So, how can I how can I break it down? So, okay, of course, Mercury is communication, information, right? Um, that's actually another day that uh, is going to tie back into what Crystal said about you know uh, information coming out that uh, don't feel good, Mm. Um, just being real. Um, But then there's also an opportunity to take that information and face it head on for your own transformation of what? Of self. Mm. Okay, so once again, that's not Mars. You know, Mars is the planet of self. You know, that is Mercury. However, Mercury entering Scorpio is a time where our thought processes are more easily able to go down to those deep dark places so that we can look at the deep dark stuff and use that to what transform scorpio scorpio's transformation mm-hmm. evolution all right so anything that's going to help us evolve the self we want to take a look at that and use that when those um, opportunities are ripe so the 27th is one of those days now another thing about scorpio though is that's the sign that that's the energy of extremes Scorpio is a sign of extreme. so we are talking about going way left or way right. So again, you can use it to your benefit if you're being intentional about it. You know what I'm saying? But that is, if you're not being in, if you're not being intentional about it, that is one of those days where shit can go way left for you. All right, if you're if you're allowing yourself, self, self, hint, hint, mm. to be led. Okay, so are you in control of yourself? in control of your driver's seat, in control of your steering wheel, in control of where your thoughts are going, or are you being led by groupthink, another thing that Chrysalis mentioned, okay, so get out of that groupthink bullshit, and what do you think, okay, 27th, okay, moving on, September 29th, shout out to Chrysalis' mom, it's a birthday. That's a birthday. Hey, another Libra in the house. <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, most of
1: my family's Libras. And on the 29th, Saturn goes direct. Hey! Hey. hey. All right, another silver lining to look at, people. Um, Especially if we're talking about Saturn, because Saturn is another one of the planets that's talking loudly this month, has been talking loudly for a long time. It's part of this cluster that we've been feeling all year. So, Saturn going direct at least lightens it up some. Right, so go back over this. Remember all the dates that at least have a flicker of joy in them.
0: <laughs> gratitude. Remember that's also the way to balance this energy. the synergy every yes. Month is a gratitude.
1: Yes. So that's thank you for saying that. Because when you said that earlier too, I, I wrote that down. I don't know if you saw me, but as soon as you said it, I was like, "Yep." Let me I write that down because that's going to be one of my main points that I finish out with is the importance of holding on. To your gratitude. And that was what what did that come up? You oh, she mentioned that with uh you mentioned that with the five of cups, mm-hmm. five of cups reversed. Um, because when she was talking about the depression, y'all, and all that kind of stuff. Hold on to the gratitude. So, yes, all month long, hold on to the gratitude, but use these key dates because I'm not because obviously it's not gonna be as easy to hold on to the gratitude all month long. This is where you come in and use these key dates that we're giving you where you can harness it easier to then help you sustain it in times where it might not be as easy to hold on to it. Does that make sense? Makes all the
0: sense.
1: So, you know, it's going to be a challenge because we're starting off intense. You Like I said, tonight we got the full moon in Pisces venus teasing us mm-hmm. as it venus, as it venus. moves into leo mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying showing us like hey we got something to celebrate and then maybe like by the next day you like damn venus like what the fuck like i thought
0: i thought we was cool I thought we was cool you know what i'm saying
1: <laughs> and that's right before the mars retrograde hits then we got jupiter going direct at the end of that week that mars retrograde starts then the very next week we got the progressive changes we need to be making you know Watching out for during that little intense time at the beginning of the week of uh, the 13th. Then we got the new moon. Then the very next we got that, we got the equinox. You know, the argumentative energy coming in. And then we got the moon playing pinball with everything in Capricorn on the 25th. And then we got Mercury entering Scorpio. And then Saturn going direct on the 29th. And keep in mind that the day Saturn goes direct, I didn't say this, it is hitting that square with Mars again. So remember I said at the very beginning of this, Mars has been slowing down. It's in the square now
2: Mm -hmm.
1: with Saturn. It's not really leaving the square, but it just moved out of the exact 90 degree position which hit, what I say, the 24th mm-hmm. of August. So it's, it's going to be squaring Saturn all month. But now when Saturn goes direct on the 29th, it's going to hit the exact point again. So it's, not, it's never leaving the square. It's just, it's going to be more intense and like a big, huge kaboom again. And that is still at the beginning stages of Mars being in its retrograde, which we will not see the end of until... December 23rd. Goodness gracious <laughs> yeah. I feel like I need to stop because god damn like yeah. Oh, my I don't goodness. even want to reiterate nothing else no more because I feel like I gave y'all enough.
0: That was a lot. Um, I'm already plotting my lunch and my nap at this point.
1: <laughs> and just so everybody knows all of this is leading us up to another full moon on the 1st of October that is going to be setting a tone for the entire month of October. And But that, this
0: is not the October wine in the sky.
1: This is not the October wine in the sky. But it's the first of October, honey. So I'm just making sure that you know, you know what I'm saying? It's it's the day after the last day of this month. I just want to make sure they know it's coming. Also, <laughs> also because it's the full moon in Aries. Dun dun dun. Dun
0: dun dun. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness
1: all right i'm done y'all as i know that was a lot so i'm gonna i'm gonna leave y'all with that i ain't gonna hit y'all with no more shit but please not
0: so next month at least
1: please listen to this episode more than once take notes um yeah hold on to your gratitude stay away from groupthink, please because it's gonna be crazy
0: honor your solitude honor you yes. need to, you know, be with yourself and reflect.
1: And what do you think?
0: Cultivate the solar plexus do a, you know, do all whatever exercises, meditations, asanas you gotta do.
1: And stay off the goddamn news. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my goodness.
1: As much as you feel like it's possible. I know sometimes we gotta look at some stuff, but for the most part, just turn the shit off. Damn, I don't know how many times I gotta say that this year. I love y'all though. All right, how to do?
0: You did great. Hey, oh. I'm
1: leaning back in my chair. Yeah,
0: now. he feeling all accomplished. I'm chilling. Yes. So that is it for September's Wine in the Sky. We are excited to be back. Hopefully, we can maintain this momentum for the rest of the year. <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, you guys got. I
1: think,
0: I think we can. I think we can. The
1: main thing was us getting her store open, y'all. Like that was huge.
0: Yes. Opening and
1: up Simbi's Conjure Shop.
0: Tell, of- us, tell
1: us about Simbi's, honey.
0: I mean, I'm going to do a separate Funtil,
1: Funtil, uh, shit. I'm going
0: to do a separate episode about Simbi's, but Simbi's Conjure Shop is my storefront. It is located in Forest Park at the inside the International Discount Mall,
1: which is basically Atlanta for those that ain't familiar with the Atlanta area. It's Atlanta.
0: It's Atlanta. Um I do have all kinds of things, books, crystals and all things hoodoo. Um I've converted my website store to Simbi's Conjure Shop. Store. Um, So I changed and updated all my products on there, but there's a lot of things that the store has that I'm not selling online. So if y'all want to come take a trip or y'all are in Atlanta, come visit. Um, If you go to be the slash shop simbies, you'll see the address. Um, We're open pretty much every day except for Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Um, More information about the store can be found on the website, but that was my my big thing for the month of August, birthing that baby. Yes. So now that that is done, we are back. I'm actually gonna roll out a ton of content um, for the Be the Vibe members. I've updated that platform, as well as I'm gonna be posting more blogs in the uh, on the website, and I will be posting more episodes this month um, for um, the podcast. So I've just I'm very I'm feeling like there's a bunch of content that I want to get out there um, but for those of you who just have more questions about conjure and spell work and stuff just join the membership there's a ton of information on there um, a lot of y'all been hit me up
1: what membership are we talking
0: be the vibe members the monthly membership where they get access to uh, spell work plant medicine um, exclusive content that I don't post to the general public um, because a lot of y'all been hitting me up asking me about spells and things like that. Y'all, I, I don't have time to be answering all those questions. That's the reason why I created Be The Vibe member port, uh, platform. Um, And I'm probably going to do an IG video about this. To be honest with y'all, y'all been texting me and emailing me and DMing me, Uh-oh. asking how to use a lot of these products, and I'm just like,
1: look. She getting into her eye rolls. uh,
0: it's, uh Uh-oh. You know, <laughs> I, that's why I have Be The Vibe membership so y'all can just go on there and have access to that I don't have the time to individually teach people things
1: especially now
0: especially now
1: she running a store y'all. yeah
0: like or you can just physically come into the store and ask me those questions
1: now that actually yeah that actually is a very good way to uh, get Chrysalis to talk to you.
0: That is, like, the the best way to get. I've seen it. <laughs> yeah.
1: I've seen it happen. She's I've kinda, seen people come in there. And then she she actually, like, starts giving away all kind of jewels and don't even realize. Like, she's getting her in her Leo giving mode and starts feeling good because she's, you know, giving people gems and dropping jewels. But, you know, she's in her element when she's in the store doing that. So right. I'm just throwing that out there. Y'all want to, you know, get, you know get, get some free gems and jewels. Come up in the store and get yes, get to her while she's feeling good.
0: Visit or you know or you know come in person or you know access. I hit, hit that subscription on the be the my membership. Um, but yes, yeah, so that is what I will be working on. Um, I've been feeling the solitude energy. Um, I was telling Shamanans before we started. I feel like I ain't took my bonnet off. In days, this is how I feel about September. September gonna be the month of me not taking my bonnet off because oh I God. just don't feel like doing nothing. <laughs> being in the house and creating content. But anyways, um, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for sticking with us. Um, oh
1: yeah, and the uh, organ pyramids are in the store. Yes, those are no longer available. Those no, those are no longer available on the, on the website. website. Yes, coming to the store, the quantum candles are in yeah. the store. But
0: I'm gonna do a separate episode about Cindy's. about symbiotes. Okay, all right. <laughs>
1: All right. I just I'm excited about Simbies, y'all. Y'all don't know. Yes,
0: I'm gonna do all separate episodes talking about Simbies, but okay. All right. And the products and everything, but um, yeah. So that is, um, again, thank you guys for sticking with us on the 21st of this month. Will be our one year anniversary for Be the Vibe Radio. So I'm gonna do a, a really whole, yes. Hello. Yes, I'm gonna do a whole separate anniversary episode for that too. But
1: wow, that's the UN International Day of Peace. That's
0: the September 21st is when I last year is when I launched my first episode. Who woulda thunk it? Right, and it's grown so much. So again, thank you all for listening, sticking with us. I hope this helps you all. If you need further assistance, hit us up. Book a reading, either you know, tarot reading, mediumship session with me, astrology reading with Shaman Hands. Hit the websites, the our
1: or Oracle card reading. I'll do, do those also. Okay,
0: yeah. yeah. So hit us up for the you know, only
1: on Tuesdays though. You can't give me no other day than Tuesday.
0: <laughs> and I'm even only doing my readings on Wednesdays, but that's a whole other thing. Um, but yes, so again, thank you guys. I really hope that this episode benefits you and it's gonna be all right. It's gonna be okay.
1: Yes, we are going yes. <laughs>
0: we're, we're
1: affirming that it will be, be all right. Okay. We're
0: practicing our gratitude now. There
1: we go. All right. Love y'all.
0: Love y'all. Peace.
1: Out.